And now it's time for the UP's favorite live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, presented by John's Auto, Marquette. Here's Blake Froley. What's going on, Marquette? Welcome into the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Ryan Stieg from the Mining Journal's in studio with me. We're presented by John's Auto Marquette. You can give us a call, 906-226-4570. Apparently, uh, we're also the home of Mike and Mike now. I did not know that. That was uh, Neither did I. That was enlightening. we got to get someone on that. It's not a good look. Oh, well... <laughs> oh well we just found out about they're, it, so they're just so legendary they just transcend even when they're off the air they're still in our hearts isn't that just mike though now yes <laughs> so it's just mike is he was he the first mike or the second mike i think greenberg was the first mike yeah i would agree call him like mike one mike or... one and mike two <laughs> we got um, a lot to get to we'll get to some football recap the packers win over the Steelers, get some overreactions as we do for every preseason game, preview the Lions versus Giants matchup, uh, Tigers uh, making some moves organizationally with some of their top prospects. We'll tell you where they are headed. High school sports are already underway, believe it or not, even though school does not start for, what, two weeks now? I think so, yeah. And we're well underway for some of these sports. Yeah, tennis started, volleyball starts soon, football has started, cross country's going to start. It's like the season's halfway over by the time these kids get in school. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, we also have everybody's favorite part of the week, Friday the funnies. funnies. Yep. Of course. Let's start first. Let's do some football. Yep. Right? Yeah. First of all, I, I might have mentioned this last week, and we were talking about this before we came on the air. The Packers fans should be counting their lucky stars that they get Kevin Harlan every single week yes, for these preseason games. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I never thought that someone would have a national announcer, not just a national announcer, but a good national announcer. Oh, he's great. Preseason games. Electric. Yeah. He makes five-yard he hyped, runs. He hyped up Brett Hundley, which I don't think anybody would No, be. you'd think he's the next Randall Cunningham or something. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, count yourselves lucky, Packer fans. Yeah, it, it really, he brings up the intensity. He brings it. This is not preseason for him. He treats every game like it's the Super Bowl. I love it. I, I enjoy it, too. I mean, I, I'll watch it for a bit, and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be a little jealous, be like, how do they manage to land Kevin Harlan to do this? But yeah. hey, it you makes know, it fun. The Lions of Matt Shepard He's a great guy. He's been on the show before, so i got to stick up for him. Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact, Matt Shepard was my... Seventh grade football coach. Really? Yeah. Believe it or not. Did you learn a lot from him? I'd like to think I did. <laughs> it was my one and only year of football because mm-hmm. I was small, so it wasn't that fun, <laughs> but I learned a lot. Good. Yeah. Help, help you uh, help with your announcing career. Right. Now I can bash these NFL players because I have playing experience as exactly. well. So let's get to the actual game. Do you have any big overreactions that you just needed to get off your chest here? Aaron Rodgers is back. Yep. MVP. Is it is it sealed now? He he won the MVP. Well if you talk to everybody else, yeah. <laughs> two, two for two for four. Mm-hmm. With that, a touchdown. Oh, that touchdown though to Jimmy Graham. Ooh, look out. Did the Lambo leap? Serious in all seriousness, no, though, that is a dangerous combination. Well on the side of the Lambo leap, like it usually act, it used to be a leap. Like people would like the receivers would actually vault into the crowd. Now it's just they hoist themselves up on the rail and I don't know. Is you, it really a leap? It's more like a hop. I think it's because <laughs> these athletes are more athletic than they were in the past, mm-hmm. so they make the leap look much easier. 
Whereas if you or I went to Lambeau, I bet we would struggle getting up there. We would not look graceful doing it. It, it wouldn't be perfect, and probably not on the first try. Don't you remember that video of Steve Mariucci doing it, and he had to be like pulled up by the fans to get up there? It was just <laughs> not a good look for him. I, I, I think I would be able to clear it at like maybe on the fifth attempt. You know, if like I got a running start, like mm-hmm. I'm not like Jimmy Graham who can just stand next to there and just hoist himself up. I think you know if mm-hmm. I had some momentum, maybe yeah. I'd get there. Big key. Though. So Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Yep. I think that was solidified last night. Uh, Jake Kumaro, also uh, best wide receiver in the league, I think, according to Packers fans now. Yeah, going that far? Yep, I think so. It, it is. He does have a pretty remarkable story, though. I mean, he mm-hmm. has not played an NFL regular season snap in his entire career. He has been on the practice squad his whole career uh, with the Bengals. He was picked up late last year by the Packers. Mm-hmm. Still hadn't made the squad, though, due to injuries or just not being good enough. It's crazy to think that the Bengals couldn't use a guy like that. Who was who was blocking his path besides AJ Green? Uh Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Good <laughs> and Marvin Lewis and his brilliant coaching strategy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he he's been electric. He's got the most receiving yards in preseason, mm-hmm. which means he's on pace to to have the most receiving yards. Move over Antonio Brown. Yeah. Jay Kumaro is here. Already clenched it. Yeah, I think so. But I, I think he could at least put some pressure on the three rookie wide receivers that'll well, be battling so. for that third and fourth receiver spot. I mean, not only that, but maybe a little more pressure on the starters. Possibly. Yeah. I think a guy like Geronimo Allison mm-hmm. probably won't have his spot threatened, but he would be, Kumaro would be fighting to get to Allison's spot as kind of the fourth option in terms okay. when you look at Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Jimmy Graham, then... Geronimo Allison, then Kumaro, probably fighting with those rookie wide receivers as well. I, I mean, you look at the stats from last night: three receptions, 114 yards. I mean, there are guys who three receptions will get you maybe what 30. Yep. If that. well, he had the one big one. That big one obviously yards. helped, but you know, he looked good mm-hmm. overall. And uh, and apparently, he left the game after the touchdown with a stinger. Yeah, on his shoulder. shoulder. Yes, I. It stings. Yeah, it's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, you know, he just gets rocked a little bit. Just got to shake it off, rub some dirt on it. I'm sure that's the official, what they did in the trainer's room. Just got some dirt, rubbed yeah. on it. He's little, good to little, go. A little icy hot yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's <laughs> I, fine, though. Yeah, so, yeah so he's fine. I just... Jamal Williams also is fine. Yeah. He had left with an injury. Mm-hmm. They say it's minor. He'll be okay. Uh, one guy, for the second week in a row, has stood out to me on the defensive side, mm-hmm. linebacker, Oren Burks. This okay. guy is playing his way into a bigger role. He was he's a rookie and I just he's flying all over the place. They're calling his name all the time when he's out there. And again, it's preseason. Temporary so, expectations. Yeah. But with the injuries to the linebacking mm-hmm. core, he's gonna have a shot to play uh, a a decent amount of snaps right away and maybe maybe later in the season if he continues that work his way into a starting role. The next Clay Matthews? You're going to go that far? Uh, no. Not that I'm far. not one of those guys. Come on now. Well, we're doing our overreactions. Okay, <laughs> fine. If I'm doing that, well, he'll be better than Clay, Clay Matthews. Matthews. Just need that long hair. Yeah. That might take a while. Well, what you could do is he could be really, really good for a few years and then become the most overrated linebacker in the league. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, a little shot there. <laughs> a little shot there. I like it. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if you listened yesterday, but 
or Wednesday, but we read some of the best comments from Deadspin's <laughs> Why Your Team Sucks, Green aren't Bay the, Packers Aren't they the best? Yeah. Jake's face. Was, I, it, was it like angry or just like, what, what was it? Well, I told him that this is all a joke. Yeah, right? I mean, the, for those who don't know, they do this every year. Yeah, for every you know, For team. every team, and they basically make fun of every franchise, and fans get to email in and say what frustrates them mm-hmm. about the team. Well, they did the Packers one the other day. Yeah, Jake's, it was, it was a range of emotions. Frustration, anger, he couldn't help but laugh. He, he tried to stifle his laugh a couple times for some of these lines. I mean, was, some of them were really good. Oh, yeah. He's very clever, some of these fans. <laughs> yeah. Just like the Lions one is always pure gold. That should be coming up this next week. They're in line because they just did the Chargers, who were 9-7. and seven, So the Lions could be on Monday. That's very um, – I would say Monday, maybe Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's just great ones. I texted you that one wasn't uh, – that one guy saying, I wouldn't trust the defense to, to put the – was it to screw the toilet seat on correctly or something like that? No, I think it was sit, sit on the toilet seat correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So, ouch. Ouch. But, I don't know, there's some – they say some funny things. So, if you ever read them or, you you know, it's retweeted on Twitter, just take it with it's, – it's meant to be a joke. You have you know? to be able to laugh at yourself. Sometimes Packers fans get too serious. Lions yeah. fans are great at laughing at themselves. I mean, they're li- used to it. Yeah. If you listen to this show, you know that I laugh at the Lions more than any other team. And you just you got to be willing to say, hey, you know, I love my team, but it has issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the issues can just be like the coach, the, the you know, the defense, the fans in general, you know, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people complaining about that. In yeah. The comments Every section. fan base has very hateable fans. A, a portion of them are very hateable. Mm-hmm. So. And. Um, <laughs> They're so happy. Down Capers is finally gone. So that relieves some strain. But there's a lot of hate for Mike McCarthy. I was just going to say, is Mike McCarthy the guy that's going to get the ire of the fans next because Dom Capers is gone? Well, yeah, I do because Dom Capers was hated for so long. Right. There there needs to be someone to take that heat next. Yeah, and there it is. I mean, last year was a combination of Dom Capers and Brett Hundley. Now it's going to be entirely entirely Mike McCarthy unless Rodgers gets hurt. Okay, and then it'll be either Brett Hundley again or Deshaun Kaiser, or both. We talked about uh, we think Hundley is going to be the backup for for Rodgers instead of Kaiser. Probably. Okay. But if Hundley gets in and struggles, then Kaiser might get a shot. If should just then, be sad. On, on some, <laughs> do you want to? Did you read the comments some guy put about Mike Petit? <laughs> their new D coordinator. Uh, which uh, I probably did. Yeah, I read about thirty said, of them. Where he said, uh, "Now we, uh, it's like we lose Dom Capers, which is great, and now we get the guy from the Browns who forced Johnny Menzel to rehab." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. But it's hilarious, yeah. and it's kind of kind of true. Are we allowed to say yeah, that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was a little funny. I'm glad Jake was able to control himself a little mm-hmm. bit. He did. Know. Let's get to the Lions. No, yep. Preseason home opener tonight against the New York Football Giants, seven o'clock. You pulling a berm in there? New New York York Football football Giants. Giants. Love it. You have to say it like that. (laughs) Even though probably ninety percent of people now don't know why they would be called the New York Football Football Giants. Giants. You don't have to say football. Yeah, the Giants made have moved to San Francisco in the fifties. Yes. So it's a a little bit of a dated reference, (laughs) but it's still fun. Yeah. We will see Matthew Stafford, it looks like. For a series or a little longer? I th- I'm g- if I had to guess, 
I would say two series. Okay. Unless he throws a touchdown on the first series. Like what Rodgers did in the first drive? Yeah. 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 Okay. If they go three and out or something in the first series, he'll be back. If they have a long drive that scores, he'll be done. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want. I Honestly, one series should be the absolute maximum if I could choose because I'm just so paranoid of losing yeah. him. But if he wants the work, if he needs the work, fine, give it to him. Well, you know, you got to get your starter in at some point. He didn't play last time, so you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, get, I, get, I understand that. Yeah, I understand the first game, but get him, you know, get him a few reps. Mm-hmm. You know, get him in the game like situations. I think that'd be good. I mean, you're probably going to see Eli. Probably the same situation, same situation, one or two series at yeah. most. Maybe same thing with Odell. Um, speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., who thought that he would be drafted by the Lions? Yes. So the Lions and Giants have had p- joint practices all week. So the Detroit media asked Odell about what he thought about the draft in 2014 and how he was passed by the Lions. He said he was certain at, at at that point in the draft that he was going to Detroit, and then they decided to outsmart themselves and draft Eric Ebron, who okay. is no longer with the team. Would you say, in recent memory, for local players on local teams, he was maybe the most hated? Eric Ebron? Yeah. Most vilified? I would say probably the Lions, yeah. I would say Eric Ebron, Victor Martinez is up there now, at least. Who else would you say? Andre Drummond? Yes. I think he was, (laughs) Yeah, he he kind of moved out of it. Yeah, I think he improved because of the free throw. So he's out now. But he was. That is a good one. Um, I would Brett say Hundley Br- for sure. <laughs> but do you might... count him about? Are we talking strictly Michigan? Or are we talking about? Are we including? When him? I say local, I'll say Detroit slash Wisconsin. I would say Brett Hundley probably on the yes. Packers side. You might as well call it the Brett Hundley Award for most vilified local athlete mm-hmm. because, I mean, deservedly so. Yeah. For Hundley because he was terrible, but mm-hmm. still, dude got piled on. Yeah. And throw Dom Capers in there, even though he's a coach. Yeah, yeah, that's so. pretty. Uh, that's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of want to see Saquon Barkley play because I'd I love too. to get the Lions' defense a test here against Saquads. Saquads? Yeah, that's what they call him because quads are huge. Okay, <laughs> have you not seen pictures of him? I've seen his. I've seen it, but I'm just like, eh, I don't you're know. not a fan of the not a fan thing? of the name. Okay, no. well, gotta be a little more original. When you come up with a better one, let us know. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll maybe work on that. Okay, all right. So, do you have any predictions? What What is something that you really want to see? I I just want to see if, if Stafford can lead a drive to get to a touchdown. Because I know people are going to look at it and be like, well, Rodgers did it. How come Stafford wasn't able mm-hmm. to do it? You know, so there's going to be that kind of talk after it. I, I, isn't that going to be a guaranteed Carlos column? Ooh, yes. <laughs> That's a good one. We should have that as a segment. Predict the Carlos Monterez column. <laughs> And if if Stafford does not score on his first drive or score on the first two drives he has, it's guaranteed okay. what it's going to be. Uh, how about, why doesn't Matthew Stafford grow a mustache like Aaron Rodgers had? I don't even know if he still has it, but <laughs> why can't he do that? That's what real quarterbacks do. Uh, also, on a serious note, I'd like to see how the Lions use their tight ends because mm-hmm. they got rid of Ebron. Who and, was, we said was hated. Yep. Hated the dropsies. But to be honest... I wasn't too impressed with how they decided to replace him by signing a backup tight end in Luke Wilson, another backup tight end from Atlanta whose name I cannot pronounce, and the second-year player Michael Roberts. Not exactly a fear-inspiring 
group of tight ends. So I'd like to see how they get mixed in tonight. Um, I'm intrigued about that. I'm also looking at that that defense. You know, we've been talking about a little shaky. We wonder if he really improved a whole lot. So I want to see if they're going to mm-hmm. get any better, maybe playing against like Eli Manning. I know Manning gets a lot of hate. You know, I was saying he's overrated and that kind of stuff, but he's still he's a veteran quarterback who can look really good at times. So be interesting to see how they shake mm-hmm. up with that. Limit the big plays. Yeah. Uh, especially in that first Raiders game, you saw the Marshawn Lynch run. It was called back by a, what I think was a terrible holding call. I didn't think there was a holding, neither mm-hmm. did John Gruden. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't have been called back. They were gashed a couple of times. Limit the big plays. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm, it, it's an intriguing game. I'm as much as, I look forward to watching the first preseason game of the Lions. This one's even bigger because you are going to see the starters play mm-hmm. more. And uh, it, I'm interested in seeing how they're going to line up. Must win? Is, that, <laughs> is a preseason game ever a must win? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It is for the Browns because that's their only opportunity yep. to get wins. When we come back, we'll talk some Tigers, a couple of players getting promoted. I will have a question for you okay. as well. When we come back, Sounds a burning good. question that's coming up next year on the Sports Pen presented by John's Auto Marquette. You already know that First Bank is all about people, but what does that really mean? It's our people helping our community, neighbors and friends, both old and new, helping you when you need it most. Like helping build new homes. We are in the building process with our customers working to take the stress out of financing. I'm Lori Ring, part of the mortgage team at First Bank. Our construction loans have low competitive rates and will ensure monthly payments are affordable. With a 12-month construction period, it's time to get started. Stop at any First Bank location to discuss the steps or apply online anytime. See, it's that easy. The mortgage team is here to help you whenever you need us. To find a location near you, visit first-bank.com. That's first-bank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. These may apply. Hi, this is John Christensen at John's Auto in Marquette. People ask us what makes us successful. The secret is that we buy clean vehicles in the most popular models, equipment, and only one to five years old that are from out of the UP Rust Belt exposure. We inspect, clean, and cover them with a no-charge, no-deductible warranty that is good most everywhere. We have been voted the number one source for used vehicle in Marquette County for the last 12 years. Shop us today or visit johnsauto.net. That's johnsauto.net. Back to the sports pen. Here's Blake Froling. Give us a call. 906-226-4570. We're presented by John's Auto Marquette. Ryan Stieg is in studio with me. Before we get to some baseball, I was scrolling Twitter today, as I'm known to do, mm-hmm. and I saw an interesting poll question that I am going to bring to the show and okay. present to you. Which team will win a playoff game first? The Lions or Michigan? Win. Oh, we're, talking, we're talking about college football playoff. Yes. Win a playoff game. College football playoff or NFL playoffs? Oof. Who does it first? The Lions. The Lions? Why? Just because Michigan fans expect to be there finally at this point, and they still haven't gotten there, and... The Lions seem to be progressing as a franchise. They're not consistently bad. They're actually 
pretty good, you know? It's like maybe just missing a couple pieces, and they could actually be fairly effective. That offense is going to be good this year. It's more on the defensive side. So I would say, yeah, I would say the Lions more at this point. Sorry, Michigan backers, but it's just, come on. I think the road to the college football playoff is so much harder than the road to the NFL playoffs. So just by sheer odds alone, I would pick the Lions over uh, Michigan just Uh because it's so much easier to get to the playoffs in the first place. And it is very risky to bet on the Lions winning a playoff game because they haven't done it since 91. But Michigan technically has never won a playoff game. Uh Well, and you look at it as in the college football, you're guaranteed a spot if you're undefeated. Even if you have one loss, that's not a guarantee right. you're in. And it's like if you have two losses, you need to like have a bunch of people <laughs> ahead of you lose. Well, think about it. It's 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 just a numbers game too. Yeah. Power five conferences. That's like sixty teams that are in the running every year versus thirty two in the NFL. So, and I know obviously all sixty aren't real contenders, but mm-hmm. still, it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Only four playoff spots versus twelve <laughs> NFL playoff spots yes because six and six yes so So, there you go um i think i i don't think michigan has it this year i think they're gonna be better i think they're gonna get a big game you know whether that's i don't know the cotton bowl or the peach bowl or one of them you know that kind of thing but they're they're not quite there yet and they're getting closer they are getting closer and it Mm. worries me because as a state fan or yes well yeah, of course. But, yeah, and I would if you asked me Michigan State or the Lions, I'd still I'd say the Lions, too. So I'm not trying to be a hater. Yeah, yeah. I just saw the poll question as Michigan or the Lions, so that's uh-huh. how I presented it. So Lions, I, I can't remember the last time I said the Lions will win a playoff game before another team. Oof. I don't think I've ever said that, but here Maybe we are. Maybe the Browns. <laughs> wow. Now that is a good question. <laughs> I... I've often said in the last few years that the Lions are going to win a playoff game before the Browns will. So It's close, but I will pick the Lions okay. in that one. But okay. it's closer than it should be, <laughs> should be. Yeah. just because of their past. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to some Tigers. They made some uh, promotions within the organization, uh, moving guys up. Uh, Daz Cameron is the one that really caught my eye. He is moving up to AAA Toledo. Started the year in high A Lakeland. Then moved up to double-A, now up to triple-A all in the same year. He was one of the players who was brought over from the Justin Verlander trade. This is a guy whose name you're going to have to remember because he will get a chance to win an outfield spot next year in spring training for the big league club. I think he gets it. Ooh, okay. I, th- I think he gets a spot. I, You know what? It's hard to argue that right now mm-hmm. because Jacoby Jones hasn't proven that he's an everyday guy. And he might be gone. Right. Uh, Victor Reyes has not shown anything to prove that he's even going to be on the roster next year. Mikey Matuk, no, he's not the future. Castellanos is the only one who's going to be probably on the team. But they say, will he be at Will he be in the outfield. Will it be at first base? So outfield is wide open right now. So the fact that they're bringing Cameron to AAA. They see something in him. Yes, it shows me that they think he's close. Not ready yet. He's not going to be a September call-up. No. But he gets that Spring training, seasoning. I see it. Yeah, he gets that seasoning in AAA. Based on how he does, he'll get a shot, every shot possible in spring training, along with 
uh, a guy like Kristen Stewart, who has not – with the calls for him to be called up have quieted down because he has gone very cold lately. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why the Tigers were patient with him. They figured uh, he's probably not there yet yeah. consistency-wise. So maybe maybe he'll get looked at in spring training, but he needs to – Really prove himself for the rest of the year, right? Especially with his fielding, needs mm-hmm. to become more consistent. The, the hitting for average needs to be more consistent as well. Mm-hmm. But now the outfield's wide open. Actually, I would say a lot of spots are pretty open for the Tigers right now. It might be easier to say which spots are not open. But <laughs> let's do it right now. I would say third base is not open. Yeah, Jamer Candelario has got that on lockdown. Mm-hmm. DH not open with Miguel Cabrera. Mm-hmm. And but you know what? I can't even say that because it seems like it should be a foregone conclusion. That he's going to be DH. But I don't know. They might not want to do that. Maybe he says, I'd rather play first base. It seems dumb, but I wouldn't put it past them at maybe, any point. Maybe he feels like his defensive prowess is so great. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I, don't want to, I don't want to be removed from the field. Iglesias? Iglesias, he's not a lock mm-hmm. because he's going to be a free agent. Yeah. Maybe they sign him to a one-year deal because mm-hmm. they don't have any – Shortstops that are ready mm-hmm. to replace him. McCann, maybe? Even that's up in the air. Even that's, you know, <laughs> I don't see him as the catcher of the future, mm-hmm. but I could see him as the catcher for next year, mm-hmm. possible trade candidate, because Grayson Griner hasn't shown me anything. The other catchers they have aren't really ready yet to mm-hmm. make that MLB jump. So I think he'll be around. Okay. The pitching staff? Pitching staff, Fulmer's a lot. <laughs> Even him. It's tough. There's no, there's really no consistency. There's here. Zimmerman. He's a lock to be on the roster. roster. <laughs> I don't think anybody is taking that contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so Jordan Zimmerman, Jamer Candelario, locks. The rest could be changing. It's all mm-hmm. fluid. Cabrera will be there in yeah. some form. The question is where. Yes, the question is just where. Uh, Cody Clemens, Roger Clemens' son, moved up to High A Lakeland. So his dad's going to have to come down to Florida to pitch to him now. Um, number seven overall pro- prospect Parker Meadows gets a promotion number 20 outfielder Troy Montgomery gets a promotion so th- basically it's moving day which is you know what a lot of teams do this time of year mm-hmm. so pretty soon we're going to have to st- be start talking about who deserves a September call up we're going to get we're going to save that mm-hmm. for later but it's going to be exciting and unlike past years the guys who get called up in September are probably actually going to get some decent playing time yep. versus just sitting behind the veterans during the playoff push. I, this is a lot, a big opportunity mm-hmm. for a lot of guys. You know, they can make their statement. You know, I should be allowed back at st- spring training. Mm-hmm. I should maybe I even deserve a spot now. I, I don't think they're going to make any big moves at all. But uh, I, the potential for the future is good mm-hmm. for the Tigers. It's going to be a drought. They're not going to be good. They're awful this year. They're not going to be good next year. But maybe two, three years down the road, they might, you know, look like they're progressing towards something. Maybe. Yeah. If we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And all goes according to plan. Yeah. Now, you need to apologize because your twins just unnecessarily beat down the Tigers. Unnecessarily? Okay. Yeah. It was it was overkill. Mm. 15 to 8? Really, man? Well, find a better pitcher. Ouch. Find better pitching staff. We no. tried seven. Tigers <laughs> tried seven of them. None of them really worked. No, I mean, Liriano got wrecked. Uh, Jack McAllister looked atrocious. Yeah, they took him <laughs> out of, I don't know if they got him off the street or something, but he has been terrible. I mean, what he 
seven runs in the sixth inning. Yeah. Zach McAllister, point one innings pitched, five hits, five earned runs. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch is right. Yeah. But you know what? I retract my statement. I'm glad the Tigers got Zach McAllister because that means that he's going to help them lose more games. So, so I apologize. Better draft picks. That was shrewd. That was a shrewd move. That's next level thinking yes. for Al Avila. So, that, so thanks, Zach, for your performance. Yes. Have the illusion of trying to be competitive when really <laughs> you know it's not going to work. Yeah. Right? Uh, so the Tigers actually had four home runs in this game. Mm-hmm. Castellanos went yard. James McCann, who we just talked about, went yard. Mikey Matuk went yard. Goodrum. Nico Goodrum. Yep. Former that, twin. Yeah. So hope was lost, though. As, uh, what a waste of a four home run game. <laughs> These guys can barely hit a home run every, once a week. Yeah. And they hit four home runs and, and get smoked. Yeah. That's just baseball. But doesn't that just say where the Tigers are at, though? Yes. You know, just a disastrous pitching performance. Mm-hmm. And either, you know, the hitters will struggle. You'll have a good pitcher who will have a good outing. And then the hitting will be bad. And then the pitching will be bad. And the hitting will be good. Um, 15 and 72 right now. Yep. Sixth. Worst record in the MLB. We can get that down. Okay. I, I'd like to get top five. Top five worst record? Yes. Okay. Six is good. It's it's nice. But, you We know. can do better. Yeah. We can do better than that. You have Miami, who is 48 and 75. Nice S- team you got there, Jeets. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego, 48 and 76. Chicago White Sox, 44, 76. Kansas City Royals, 37 and 84. And Baltimore Orioles thirty six and eighty five. So I'd say realistically, they get to third. Okay. I don't think they're catching Kansas City or Baltimore. No. That's that's a whole other level. How sad is that? That three years ago, those guys were in. Weren't three years ago or was it four years ago? Well, four years ago, the Baltimore Orioles knocked off the, the Tigers, Tigers in the division series. Yeah. So four years ago, ALC Championship Series. Yep. Uh, I was going to say, well, Miami was good, but they no. weren't. Yeah, well, I mean, but it just shows how baseball's weird like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got like a window, depending on how quality run your franchise is, maybe three, four years to win a championship. It's all about the front offices. Yeah. It's, you know, in the NFL, I think the swings are the wildest, where you could go from top to bottom, but then the next year you can go right back up to the to top. Where, yeah. Whereas if baseball, if you hit the bottom – it takes a minimum of two to three years to get back up. You can't just go back and forth all the time. Yeah. You can drop down right away. But once <laughs> but, the drop yeah. happens, it takes longer it to takes get back. It takes longer to get back up there. And uh, if, uh, it's going to be a bit for the Tigers, but I think even longer for the Royals and I, the Orioles. Yeah, I agree. What about your twins? They're kind of in a weird state. I uh, Traded uh, bow and arrow Fernando Rodney. And Brian Dozier. That's right. It's... This team was supposed to be better this year, and they're awful. I told you. I was semi-joking, but not really, when I said that it was probably bad they made the playoffs last year. If they didn't make Because that raised the expectations? Yeah, they raised the expectations. They should, have, they should have been sellers last year. This team wasn't good. Just, just stay bad. Stay bad. Get ready for the future. I don't know. By- <laughs> Byron Buxton is that ultimate he'll-be-good-in-three-years guy, but he's, he's like the lacrosse of baseball where he's the sport of the future, but it's always the sport of the future. Perpetually? Yes, like Dippin' Dots, ice cream of the future for the past 25 years, but it just never happens. So it's more like the ice cream of the present. 
But it's not though. Yes. <laughs> They're saying, "Oh, just wait. We'll be we'll be the ice cream." No, no, not nobody at all. can afford to keep your ice cream that cold. <laughs> but I digress. So one thing I thought about in the break, Victor Martinez, he went like that from a guy who was beloved to a guy who was vilified. It seemed like it was almost overnight how quickly that happened. Where he was a guy, one of the most consistent players on the Tigers, most beloved by the fans, overnight. Boom. Terrible. Everybody hates him. Quick swing. And all he did, it wasn't what he said or anything like that. It's just based strictly on performance. Based on performance, the fact that he's aging, you know. Yes, they hate him because he's old and slow. (laughs) Which is kind of what happens when you get closer to 40. Yeah, he's 39. What do you expect? I mean, mean, even Ricky Henderson wasn't that ridiculously fast when okay. he was in this 40s. Let's not compare the speed of Ricky Henderson <laughs> with Victor Martinez. But you know what I mean? Like, once you reach an age where it's just like, you're not what you used to be. And uh, he's clearly that. Who do you think wins a foot race? Victor Martinez or Ricky Henderson right now? Probably Ricky Henderson. Still. How yeah. old is he? 50s? Probably. And I would, I would also take Ricky in that <laughs> one. <laughs> Didn't he play like until he was like 45, he 46? He was old. Yeah. Yep. Good for him. That's not going to happen with Victor no, Martinez. No. no. When we come back, we'll get to uh, some local sports already underway, mm-hmm. even though school hasn't started. Uh, we'll get to Little League World Series. There's a Michigan team in there again. Yep. Steamrolling teams. Our Friday Funnies also around the corner. Stick with us here on the Sports Pen, presented by John's Auto Marquette. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. The 7x7 Covington Storage Shed is made of a durable, dual-wall resin construction. It has double doors with windows and features metal hinges for additional security. The Covington Storage Shed is $479.71 after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through August 18th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hi, this is John Christensen at John's Auto in Marquette. People ask us what makes us successful. The secret is that we buy clean vehicles in the most popular models, equipment, and only one to five years old that are from out of the UP rust belt exposure. We inspect, clean, and cover them with a no-charge, no-deductible warranty that is good most everywhere. We have been voted the number one source for a used vehicle in Marquette County for the last 12 years. Shop us today or visit johnsauto.net. That's johnsauto.net. You already know that First Bank is all about people, but what does that really mean? It's our people helping our community, neighbors and friends, both old and new, helping you when you need it most. Like helping veterans take advantage of their VA benefit. I'm Chris Holm, part of the mortgage team at First Bank. Getting a VA loan to purchase or refinance your home is easier than you think. There's no down payment or mortgage insurance required and no limit on the number of times you can use your benefit. When refinancing, you can borrow 100% of the home's value, not 80% like most loans. That may mean more money for home improvements or to consolidate debt. You can apply online or come into First Bank and we'll help you get pre-qualified. See, it's that easy. The mortgage team is here to help you whenever you need us. To find a location near you, visit first-bank.com. That's first-bank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. These may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Now back to the sports pen. Here's Blake Froling. Give us a call. 
I want to thank John's Auto Marquette for giving us the sponsor. Ryan Stieg is in studio with me. And Ryan, you've already been covering some local sports. The drought is over, right? Yeah. Officially? Things, things are, you know, we over the course of the summer, we do a wide variety of sports. And we try to, you know, get as much local stuff in there. But now it's like starting this week and going to the next week, there's going to be something fall sports high school related every day. And, uh... We, it started with tennis on Wednesday. Uh, I was at the Nagani Westwood girls tennis match. Um, two programs that are probably the most consistently good programs in the UP the last few years. Uh, Nagani's won the last four Division One UP titles in a row. And if I remember correctly, Westwood has won the last eight of the last nine Division Two girls titles. Wow. <laughs> two dynasties yes. going at it. Yeah, so the two best teams are playing on Wednesday. Uh, Nagani ended up winning it 7-1, to one, but uh, I think Nagani's, Nagani's bringing a lot more back, I think. They lost a bit, but they're bringing a little more, whereas um, Chris Jackson told me that they got some good people, but a little inexperienced. They're still trying to figure out where they're going to be. Um, two basketball players are in the one and two spots for Westwood. Maddie Kosky and Tessa Lease. That's right. Represent. Yep. So you got uh, those two there. Abby Nelson, basketball player for Nagani, is currently say. in the number one spot mm. for the minors in tennis. What um, is it about basketball players that just dom- they did just dominate tennis? Yeah. Or is it tennis players that dominate basketball? Could be a little of both. Mm. I, I but um, two. I think I think right now I'm going to declare it. I think Nagani wins five straight. Okay. And um, wow. Westwood, I think because they're, I think they have a great shot, but it's a little more of a question mark than it has been the last couple of years simply because they're a little experienced, but I wouldn't be surprised if they get it either. Okay. We know, we know football is starting next Friday. Westwood versus Houghton, by the way, quick plug. You can hear it. 6.30 is a pregame. 7 is kickoff. There you live go. from Houghton. When are some of the other fall sports starting, or have they already? <laughs> well, I know practices have begun for cross country, and volleyball is starting to get underway. So it's going to heat up pretty quickly. Um, those who didn't see the journal, the Ishman football preview came out today. Marquette's is going to come out tomorrow. And I think Gwen's is Sunday. So you're starting to get our knowledge <laughs> of the teams, okay. and uh, so those are coming out. Um, cross country is a fun sport in its own way just because it's very individual and, uh, you know, it's running. And a lot of kids aren't really big on just running to run. And so you have to be really, not. <laughs> so you have to be pretty dedicated to be in the cross country. And uh, so it's just good to see their passion. And volleyball is interesting, too. Um, you know, Marquette's pretty good. Nagani and Ishmael are kind of up there, you know, kind of there, you know. But uh, – Glowing reviews, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's like in our area. In our area, there's no real straight up dominant volleyball. Wouldn't program. that be Munising more? Munising is probably the more dominant one. They made the state semifinals. So if you're looking for a more local team, you might have to leave the county to Elder County mm-hmm. to find it. But uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be good again this year. I don't know state semifinals, but they're they're gonna be good. Um, but you know, you think of volleyball, you're thinking like Calumet. Right. And stuff like that, you know. So um, maybe the, I, I'm i trying to get a profile more of the volleyball programs, but I know um, just the teams from the outlying areas are a little more consistent. Mm-hmm. So, But 
I'm I'm looking forward to volleyball. I like all the fall sports. We also have the Little League World Series going on right now. There's a team from Michigan, Gross Point, that's yep. playing. Apparently, they are in the midst of a little bit of a scandal, possibly. Because mm. there are several people in the Little League community who are questioning whether or not the players on the team are actually from the area they're supposed to be. Ooh. Yeah. So a uh, little uh, investigation going well, on. Well, if you look them. at Little League, hasn't there always been that issue where kids who are older are playing Little well, League? Well, that too. Yeah. Uh, like the movie Benchwarmers, where the guy <laughs> comes out with the quote-unquote birth certificate that's written in crayon saying, I am 12. <laughs> He's legit. Well, there was that one incident where that team from the Bronx, you know, Danny Almonte, who's 15, people thought he was 12. Mm-hmm. Not, not quite. Yep. Apparently, you know, a guy who's probably a foot taller than everybody else. So it's kind of a, a giveaway. Yeah. Speaking of which, Spain, a very surprising team to be in the Little League World Series. They have a player who is allegedly 12 years old, six foot one, 248 pounds. Why is this guy playing baseball? He needs it's, to get some like pads a, on. Like a lineman. Yeah. Alabama should be looking at this guy. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't offered him yet. Spain wants Bama. Oh, oh, are we starting that up? Watch out. That that kid's bigger than me, and he's 12 years old. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. He is not only bigger than me, he is quite a bit bigger than me. It's not even close, really. I... Do you Jeez. get into the Little League World Series at all? I, uh, a little bit. I try to pay attention, especially if there's like a, a local team, you know, like a Michigan team or Minnesota team is playing really well. I mean, if if it's a lot of outlining areas, I kind of tune out a little bit. I might watch the championship, that kind of thing. But uh, it it guess it has to capture your interest, really. Um, I some people like to make the argument that why is it on ESPN? I mean, is it just like a, a slow time for them? Or? Well, that is part of it. I think, I don't know, highlighting kids. I think yeah. it's a good thing that it's on. I think it is too, but, you know, you people have, to, have said, you know. Yeah, but. you have to look at it in a different light from the rest of the sports. You mm. can't take it super seriously like the NFL. It's it's kids, 12-year-olds, mostly 12-year-olds, I should say, playing for fun, for the love of the game. It's It's probably the most pure sport on ESPN. Pure. Yeah, it's pure. It's just kids playing baseball. Okay. Everybody did a little league, at least for a little bit in their lives. Mm-hmm. I always, when I ever watch the Little League World Series, I try to think back to when I was 12 years old and how I would have stacked up. And these kids are ridiculous. So, I mean, we've p- pointed out some of the huge kids. Do you, do you just hit ding- did you just hit dingers like that one kid? I, I'd like to think I did. <laughs> but the competition, I was not facing someone who was 6'1", 248 pounds when I was 12 years old. Uh-huh. So I'd like to think that I'd hold my own. But at the same time, when I have an Alabama linebacker <laughs> pitching to me, that's a little bit different. Uh-huh. You know, I don't think a kid went over 50 or 60 with his fastball. There are kids here throwing 70, 80. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Oof. I... How do you face a guy? I mean, if you're, what do you like? If you're 12 years old, you're like, you're getting into the five feet. You're like, maybe like what? Five, two, five, three. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. At that point, you know, and you're facing a guy who's six, one. He's a foot taller than you <laughs> and probably at least a hundred pounds. Heavier. <laughs> it's just not fair. Yeah. It's nuts. But then watch, he'll become the kid that doesn't grow anymore. Then everybody else catches up to him. Mm-hmm. Happens to a lot of tall kids. Yep. So that would be that'd be a shame, but yeah, watch out for the Little League World Series. Have you been listening to it's our? It's pure. It's pure. What are you making fun of that? It's true. No, I, that's 
That's what, how you describe it? Go ahead. The, then the adults come in and ruin it by bringing in <laughs> yeah, kids from yeah. different districts and, and bringing and in 15-year-olds. Yeah. You know, but in theory, it should be the most pure sport yes. on ESPN. Besides the the sports that were on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yeah. That's, that's as pure as it gets. Really? When you think about it, the Ocho is the, is the pure network. I feel like they could do that at least once a month instead of just making it once a year. Yeah. That, do the Ocho. Yeah. Make it an online streaming station or something. Yeah. Get some power pull in there. Yeah. Throw some rodeo action. What about battle chess? I know you're a big battle chess guy. I think battle chess is an interesting sport. I think you throw that in there, that'll get some viewers. Now, how would you compare battle chess to chess boxing? Oh, I've never seen chess boxing. Oh, so what happens is they do a round of chess where they sit in the middle of a ring, play chess for two or three minutes, and then the bell rings, they clear the table out of the way, and then box for a round. Bell rings, they sit back down, play chess. First person to get a checkmate or knock the guy out wins. No. No. Battle chess, you're actually playing chess. Oh, okay. And, and you're fighting with actual weapons. This is like brains and brawn combined, though. That's big. Nah. No? It's not the same. You, you are not... I mean, yeah, you're fighting, but you don't have weapons in the game. You don't have guys with swords. Swords coming at you. or And you actually can get hurt. Are they I mean, real swords? Yeah. That seems like it should be illegal. <laughs> but they do it. Mm. And ki- people get hurt. I mean, a lot of it is kind of staged fighting. But... See, this ba- chess boxing is not And then staged. you go. And then it seems like every fight that I saw, there's always one guy going over the first aid station. He has a gash in his arm mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, so... Okay. I did not expect an impassioned defensive battle no. chess. But here we are. I've seen it live. It's fun. Okay. Well, we've got our Friday funnies. Those are fun. Yeah. Right? Highlight of the week. That'll be coming up next. Stick with us here on the Sports Pen, presented by John's Auto Marquette. ESPN-UP is your home for Westwood High School Sports. You can catch every single second of football, boys basketball, and girls basketball throughout the 2018-2019 season. It all gets underway Friday, August 24th, when the Patriots head to Houghton to take on the Gremlins. Westwood High School Sports, the Patriots play on ESPN-UP. 93.3 FM, AM 970, online at ESPNUP.com and on the ESPN-UP app. Hi, this is John Christensen at John's Auto in Marquette. People ask us what makes us successful. The secret is that we buy clean vehicles in the most popular models, equipment, and only one to five years old that are from out of the UP Rust Belt exposure. We inspect, clean, and cover them with a no-charge, no-deductible warranty that is good most everywhere. We have been voted the number one source for a used vehicle in Marquette County for the last 12 years. Shop us today or visit johnsauto.net. That's johnsauto.net. We'll be back with more of the Sports Pen right after this. Have a thought for Blake? Give him a call. 226-4570. For tonight, expecting mostly clear skies, some patchy fog a possibility late in the night with lows dipping into the mid-50s. Winds from the north at 10 miles per hour. For your Saturday, some patchy morning fog, otherwise a good deal of sunshine into the afternoon with highs working up into the lower 70s. For your Saturday night, mostly clear skies there, a low of 55 degrees. Then turning warmer for your Sunday, we're back in the low 80s, still plentiful sunshine. Sunday night, chance for some late night showers in 62. 
An interior Monday, cloudy coolers to the chance for rain with a high of 72 degrees. Upper 60s only expected for those highs into the day on Tuesday. Still that chance for some rain showers there, but looking to dry things out once again towards your Wednesday. And temperatures moderating a bit. We're at least back in the mid-70s for high temperatures with a good deal of sunshine. Even into your Thursday, plentiful sunshine, mid-70s. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll for ESPN-UP. Right now, 70 degrees. The ceiling is the roof. Playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I'm a man! I'm 40! Whoa, he has trouble with the snap! And the ball is free! It's time. The Friday Funnies are here on ESPN-UP. Thanks so much for joining us. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, this one is probably one you've heard already. It has been making the rounds. Uh, Bud Light is installing what are called victory fridges. Yep. Full of Bud Light in 10 Cleveland area bars that will unlock and provide free beer if and when the Browns win their first regular season game. So my question to you is, will they unlock? This year? Yes. Didn't somebody say, like, they need to be, like, unlocked by November? Otherwise, they hit, like, the sell-by date or something like that. <laughs> Does it get there, do you think? Do you uh, think they'll have to replace? How embarrassing would that be if Bud Light had to go around and <laughs> Go to each fridge and replace all the beers? Oof. But um, I think it will eventually open, but it's going to be, like, late in the year. By week, does that count? Because they didn't lose. <laughs> That's very true. That'll be about it. Uh, next one, Vernon Davis. Oh, before we oh, go to that, oh, oh, okay. Will they actually open properly? That's my question. Oh, you think they're gonna mess it up somehow? Yeah, just because it's uh, the Browns. Yeah. Well, you know, let's say they get their win, and let's say the cases don't open. Oh, there'd be riots in Cleveland. <laughs> I need my free Bud Light. <laughs> need my water. They hyped it up so much. Well, if the cases don't open, Oof. like they say they will, that would be a very Browns thing <laughs> to happen. Yes. Right. All right. Can we go on to the next? Yes. One? Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Vernon Davis, tight end for the Washington Redskins, offered uh, his teammate $10,000 if he could say the alphabet backwards. So I'm going to put you on the spot right now. For $10,000, can you say the alphabet backwards? I can. Oh, you're confident. Let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J. K J I H G F E D C B A. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Someone's been pulled over too many times. <laughs> I learned that as a gag just for fun, and when I was like in junior high, and I've you should have been Vernon Davis's teammate. You should have been, been. ten thousand dollars richer. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Uh, if you need something to make you feel not so good, I don't know why you would need that. Uh, you can go to uh, this website called Tiger My Wage, where it will calculate. You enter your annual salary, and it will tell you how many shots it would take Tiger Woods or other famous golfers to make your salary. I calculated it. It would take Tiger Woods 18.7 shots to earn my average annual salary. Oof. That, that hit me like a gut punch. 
I mean, is that more of a, wow, look how much Tiger gets paid, or is it more like a, oh, look how little I get paid? A little bit of both. Yeah. I think more on the Tiger side, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like those backup quarterback stats, like how many... How much money have they made per pass when they haven't really done anything? How, how, how much they get paid for holding that clipboard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except Tiger Woods makes mm-hmm. a ridiculously bigger amount mm-hmm. than those backup quarterbacks. So, yeah. Go to that, and uh, you might be in for a surprise. It's called noobnorm.com slash tigermywage. Just Google it. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. I'm sure I'll be sad. Yeah, you will be sad. I can guarantee you that. So if you're not in a good mood... Yeah, don't, don't do, do it. it. Uh, there's a tennis player, uh, Nick Kyrgios, Kyrgios. He's the guy that always has the temper tantrums, quits during the middle of tennis matches, right? He was at the Cincinnati Masters this week, forgot an important thing when you play tennis, shoes. He that- forgot to bring shoes to his own tennis match and had to have someone go get them for him. Oh, well... Is it wor- At least he has his racket. Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. That would be more embarrassing. <laughs> yes, but still terrible. It, is he like trying to be the next John McEnroe, or has he already achieved that? He's not good enough. Okay. He's. I don't know how good this guy is, but he's not John McEnroe. He's mm-hmm. John McEnroe minus the talent. <laughs> That's basically what he is. He's always the only highlights he ever makes. The only reason I know about him is either when he's screaming at the officials or quitting. Or breaking his racket or doing something or forgetting his shoes. If you're at that level, shouldn't you have a guy that's responsible for getting your shoes? Like you, I feel like a pro tennis player should not be responsible for that. I mean like a golf caddy in a way? Kind of, yeah. Like a tennis caddy. Yeah. Now, do you really think he packs his own bag? Clearly he does. Now we know because he forgot his shoes. <laughs> or but someone just got fired. I was I was thought somebody else in tennis would pack your bag, but I guess he does. Should maybe he's not good enough. Maybe maybe they're just sick of him, so they don't. They were trying to get him out by not giving him. Maybe shoes. if he keeps breaking stuff, that's why. Yeah, they're just they're just <laughs> sick of his act. Mm-hmm. I guess. And finally, West Virginia men's basketball is giving out rings. Now you may be thinking, wait a second. Villanova won the national championship. Why would they be getting rings? It is for their Sweet 16 appearance. They are getting rings. Your thoughts? That is a terrible, terrible thing. Bob Huggins seems like the last guy that would yeah, do Yeah, I this. mean, he's such an intense, gruff guy. Why would he think that you need a ring for a Sweet 16 appearance. Nobody does that. UMBC isn't getting rings for beating Virginia, and West Virginia <laughs> wants a participation trophy or participation ring. Are they going to raise a banner, you know? I, I kind of hope they do at this point. <laughs> it might be cheaper for them to raise a banner than get rings for all these guys. Is everybody in the athletic office get one, though? Mm, good question. I don't know. Maybe Huggins just wanted a ring, so he's like, ah, I'm not, not going to win a national championship, so maybe this is, you know. Do you think he'll get a special Sweet 16 commemorative jumpsuit? I think he should. Yeah. Maybe like a hoodie? Mm-hmm. Well, because he's a big jumpsuit guy yeah. on the sidelines, so give him that patch or something. Yeah. Our final, final one. I forgot about this one. This one might be the best. We occasionally have Hall of Fame funnies. Uh-huh. This one... You can tell me or not if it's worthy, but I think it is. Uh, Joe West, umpire. For, Hate, one of the most hated umpires in the league. Uh, also country singer. Uh, in honor of his 5,164th game on Wednesday night, second most in MLB history, West went out to dinner 
with a couple of Minnesota Vikings legends and at a steakhouse in Minneapolis. When they got there, he picked up the menu, and it was in Braille. I think that's funny. That's hilarious. That's great. It uh, it just shows how little people think of his abilities as an ump. He's, in my opinion, the most laziest umpire. I've never seen a guy that eager to end a game. Like, it'll be a tight game, like, bases loaded, and rather than see what happens, he'll ring the guy up on a pitch that's, like, two feet outside and just be like, okay, I got, get I, got, to a steakhouse. I got dinner plans, I guess. In Braille. In Braille, yes. I'll have the bumpy Bump, line. bump, 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 bump. Right. Three horizontal bumps, four vertical bumps. <laughs> He's just given the worst thing no matter yeah, exactly. what. Exactly. So there you go. Joe West now apparently is blind. We are out of time. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan, yep. for coming in. Hope you enjoyed the funnies. You're listening to ESPN-UPWZAM, Ishpeming Marquette.